The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. They restored as Lester. Yeah, just don't make this one as lovable as Doug. We're gonna give you your hammer, but we're not giving you the bullets for it. It's been a good six days. She kind of like shuffles. I'm not gonna be able to say goodbye to her. You don't know. No, you'd have to find someone that knows. The Wenchie? It was the best birthday ever. <laughs> what about you, Matt Drake? You ever uh, have any birthday wolves? You want to go back to my mansion? Oh, yes, I do. You could say this is where I sleep. Just, I'm so overwhelmed with your power. What do you want to do with the chest? I'm coming for you. Kink me, baby. Yo, keep your cool. You should, you should feed me. Oh, don't, don't. It's like unexpectedly sexy. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Uh, man, that last episode, what a doozy, huh, folks? <laughs> so many things happened. Uh, we got to meet Alanis. We got to meet Carol, that devastating heartbreaker. Yeah, say goodbye to them too soon. Man, there was just all sorts of unexpected sexiness. <laughs> Uh, for those who need a little bit of a refresher, uh, the party last time had decided to uh, look into Golrick a little bit more. Uh, Ildov had essentially been given a mission from her patron to steal a rod that was in Golrick's possession. So the party decided that the best way to do that was by seducing it out of him. <laughs> uh, at first, they were just going to try to find out where he lived and break in and steal it from him, but then they were like, no, that's not as much fun. We're going to do it this way. So, they concocted a scheme uh, by which they would uh, get the filter of love, a love potion that they had uh, procured into Gulric's drink, and make him fall in love with one of Ildov's many alter egos. Uh, this time, it happened to be Carol, a human female with a bad perm, but she's making it work. <laughs> They uh, they almost didn't pull it off as Gulric at first noticed that the water that they served him was the wrong color, but through some good use of minor illusion and sleight of hand, they finally were able to get him to drink it, and when he opened his eyes, the first thing he saw was Carol, the true love of his life. They flirted for a little while. Uh, eventually, Carol asked if they could go somewhere a little more private, and they went back to Gulric's mansion in the growth. They had some Aggressive foreplay, <laughs> uh, or at least some aggressive aggression that was misinterpreted as foreplay by Gulric. That all ended with Gulric being tied face down to his bed while Ildov made off with the contents of his chest, which were the aforementioned rod that she was looking for, as well as a black pearl worth 500 gold pieces. She was able to distract his guards by uh, breaking a pitcher. Uh, making and making the sounds of broken glass and escape the building. Uh, she quickly ran off, changed her disguise to something else, and then met up with the rest of the party back at the ceasefire where she showed them what 
she was able to procure. And soon after, they decided to leave the ceasefire surreptitiously and go stay at the Tempered Steel Barracks for their own safety. Uh, so we pick up the next morning. They awake well-rested at the Tempered Steel Barracks. So I regain the um, spells. Yes, Ildov regains her spell slots. Yarfik, you are still at this point seeing hallucinations. Awesome. Are they still at bay? Like they they are still at bay. Yarfik would be the only one who knows that they're creeping a little closer. So you wake up. You're in the tempered steel barracks. What you doing? What next? I don't think there was that much left on our to do list until Utesh gets in touch with us, or we meet up with the tempered steel. I mean, I wonder if it's worth sending Ildov out in disguise to sort of find out what the word is with, like, has Galric decided we're responsible for that and is he hunting us? <laughs> so we need Doug to go stroke the drunk net? Doug can Maybe. tap into the drunk net. <laughs> uh, we could also ask Kieran if he's heard anything about Galric himself or anything else. Isn't Kieran sort of on the other side of the law there? Like... He's the quartermaster for the Tempered Steel. Who are the authority in this right. town, right? But he might know some things about Galark that we don't know. Possible. I don't know how much we want to advertise to them that we have had dealings with him. True, true. Mm. I got nothing else I've got I to do say, until you I say Doug checks the pulse of the drunk net real quick, and if... We can also go and see if we can find Brother Degron. Ooh, that's mm. a thought. I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah, talk to him, He's, see what he knows. Well... He's insane. He's insane. But, yeah. But like, first we maybe should find out whether someone's gonna try to assassinate us if we go out. <laughs> That's yeah. Okay. Number one priority. Um, Do we tell Karen that someone's looking for us and we should not be? Oh yeah, I guess when we check in, we tell him like <laughs> if people come looking for us, up oh, except for Millicent might need to reach us. Okay, we describe Millicent and we say <laughs> if anybody else comes looking for us, they may be trying to kill us. So don't let them. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, that's um, cryptic, but okay. We're affecting change in the city. <laughs> yeah, we're basically reformers. <laughs> anyway, don't worry about it. It's hero. It's legendary hero stuff. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say, but I decided against it. <laughs> don't decide against it. Let it okay. fall. All right. So, and then. Doug. So, uh, okay, Doug. Probes the drunk. <laughs> Pumps and probes. Yeah, I guess I'll go to a bar. Um, what time of day is this? That's morning. It's the next morning. <laughs> okay. Um, drunk night should be pretty re- ready to go. Yeah. Find the, the hardcore. Um, is there a, what's the closest bar? Uh, there's a tavern not there's too tavern. far away okay. from the, from the sawtooth. <clears throat> or from so, the Timber Steel Barracks, rather. Yeah, so Ildov as Doug is going to walk over there. Ooh, you know what? While he does, while Doug does that, I'm gonna go to the lore house and uh, find out if they've heard anything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna try and go relatively stealthy, though. I'm not going in the flashy. Your flashy blue duds. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna like, you know, hood up, cloak wrapped around. I think we're just hanging out. Keep a low profile. Okay. Getting fucked um. up on milk. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Doug, you go to the nearby tavern, mm-hmm. and it's uh, you know it's a breakfast crowd. Mm-hmm. There are people in there eating, looks like oatmeal. Okay, um, is anyone sitting? Like, is there like a bar area? Yeah, there's a bar area. There are some people over there. Okay, so I, I take a seat at the bar. Take a seat at the bar. There are people on either side of you. There is a small man, uh, human, but short, like like five two, five three ish. 
with uh, blonde hair on your left. On your right, there is an elven woman who has who is bald, um, which is not characteristic for elves usually. But they are both quietly enjoying some some oatmeal in the <clears throat> morning. Just oatmeal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No booze. No. Uh, okay, so I kind of take a seat and turn to the woman, and I go, "Oh, hey." Um, hello. Uh, sorry to interrupt your oatmeal. I'm Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Doug. (laughs) I like your head. (laughs) (laughs) Classic Doug charm. Thank you, Doug. Uh, That is... Nice of you to say. I am Sybil. Sybil? That's a cool name. Can I buy you a drink, Sybil? <laughs> I, I suppose there's nothing wrong with a breakfast ale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I buy her a drink. <laughs> okay. And I say cheers. And, um, and then I say, after I take a sip, I say, Have you heard about all this commotion? Um, are you are you talking about the fire from a few days ago oh yeah that was scary (laughs) well yes i i've heard of that yeah huh anything else been happening (laughs) i mean there's uh, well but in what in reference to i mean there's it's a it's a large city doug (laughs) Oh, that's true. I guess my heart is just so big. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Never apologize. Doug does not apologize. (laughs) Doug's heart is too big for apologies. Doug means never having to say you're sorry. I don't know, you know, I'm just, like, concerned for everyone. <laughs> um, okay. I, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not aware of anything. I, do you like music? <laughs> I, I, I have do. a band. Really? Yeah, we're called Outside the System. Oh. Keep an eye out. <laughs> I will. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel as if you're asking very general questions, but looking for specific answers. <laughs> You're very insightful, Sybil. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't know. Just trying to get a pulse on the town, you know? I'm hoping my band will make it big. Okay, well, I I wish you luck. I uh, certainly hope that all goes well, and I would like to finish my oatmeal. Uh, <clears throat> okay. And, and thank you for the ale. Yeah, no, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, I, like, leave Sybil to her oatmeal and then turn to the short guy with the blonde hair (laughs) and go, hey, I'm Doug. (laughs) What? Oh? Oh, hi, Doug. I like your hair. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. That's cool. Cool. Great. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What do you do do here, like, in town? Oh, I'm a, I'm a woodworker. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about that fire, huh? Yeah. No, I, that's, uh, it was terrible. I know Grumman, he's a good guy. Oh, yeah. It's going to cost him a lot of money to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, 
Man, anything else crazy happening in town? <laughs> uh, I mean, the price of nails has gotten really high. <laughs> um, just think about stuff that's important. Uh, I mean, there's tempered steel guys haven't been around for a while, which has actually been kind of nice. It's been a little bit more quiet. Um, oh, my dear. My cat died. <laughs> oh, no. oh, man, I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, what was your cat's name? <laughs> you know, this feels a little bit like fake compassion. <laughs> Just because you haven't even asked what my name is. <laughs> but now you want to know what my cat's name is. You know what? I'm interested in both names. Well, it just feels so after the fact now. It's like, would you have even asked if I didn't bring it up? I mean, come on, Doug. What? Uh, okay, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm just, I'll see myself out. <laughs> um, so then I just, like, down the rest of the ale and leave. <laughs> uh, so we'll switch over to Cassian. Okay. I, I duck inside the lore house door and I say, Welcome! <laughs> <laughs> and they all turn around and go, Welcome! <laughs> um, uh, I find um, Jin. Is she, is she around? Yeah, Jin's there. I say, How's it going, Jin? Any any uh, word from um, from Tomeo? He goes, Oh, Cassian! Uh, no, we haven't had any word back yet, but it's only been, uh, what, a, a day or two at this point? I mean, for a, for a raven to fly all the way to Sprocket, uh, Find wherever the nine lives are, and then get a message back, and come all the way back here. Well, that would take that would take some time. True, true. I, I'm just. I feel I'm like you knew that already, and there's another reason you came. <laughs> <laughs> You're very perceptive, Jim. <laughs> uh, I should, I should, I should have known to skip the niceties. Well, I am actually wondering um, if there's been any word in you know amongst the local performers, tale tellers, and such about uh, rumblings in the criminal underworld. Are you, um, looking for work? No, 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 no. Nothing so sordid. <laughs> uh, I'm worried that my friends and I may have accidentally given offense to, well, someone that you generally wouldn't want to take notice of you at all. And, uh, I'm hoping to find out if, if I need to be watching my back, basically. All right. Well, I mean, it's always been my experience that if you feel like you need to watch your back, that you should watch your back. How well put. <laughs> uh, I was I was just hoping that there might be rumors about some more specific uh, intelligence. If, if not, I, of course, I understand. Just wondering if, if any tongues have been wagging. Not that I know of, and I am one that would know. <laughs> Uh, I can certainly keep the old ear out for it, just to see if anything, uh, you know, comes wriggling over, but I I definitely haven't heard anything so far, although I, I mean, there's so many rumors flying about of, Naturally. you know, things that have happened to prominent people in the community, it's, it's hard to say. Oh, such as? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I, know, well, I can I tell know. this one's going to be juicy. To be, to be fair, I don't know how much uh, veracity there is behind this one because it's quite outlandish. But apparently, <laughs> apparently, local philanthropist Gulric de Tua, <laughs> uh was recently uh, apparently became enamored with somebody so much so that he took her back to his home, only to be robbed. <laughs> My gosh, sounds like there's a there's a heartbreaker on the loose. <laughs> oh, 
It, oh, it must have been bad, because that man loves so much, but he has never been angrier. My goodness. Yeah, I mean, when, you know, when emotions get involved, when, when love turns sour, it can turn very, very sour. Oh, <laughs> the line between love and hate is very thin. It's razor thin. Thin as a, thin as a wispy hair. <laughs> I'll work on that simile. <laughs> uh, that one's probably not going to make it into the final draft. Yes, so. I would I would say that you should definitely workshop that one a little it's, it's bit. Early. It's uh, not your best. Um, so, uh, does he, I mean, who, who did, who pulled off such a, a feat? But, but that's just the thing that, make, that makes me believe that this isn't true. It's someone no one recognizes, no one had ever seen her before, no one has seen her since. Well, yeah, that does sound that does sound fishy. I'm sure he's tearing up the city looking for her, no doubt. From what I understand, there are various of his denizens out there searching, looking at all of the the pubs and taverns and inns, trying to f- questioning the gods about who's left the gates and all sorts of. Re- I mean, what could she have possibly taken? I mean, a man like that has many valuable possessions, no doubt. It was something. Dear to his heart, perhaps even dear to his near to his bed. Wow, <laughs> uh, uh, I'd almost like her to find her and shake her hand if she's real. Such a masterful seduction is uh, is difficult. Really, for such a careful man. What could you possibly have against Gulric de Tuop? Oh, nothing against him specifically. I, I'm it just seems like you're taking joy in his pain. That's all. Well, I'm I'm a little bit overfond of drama. <laughs> But you're right, I should Oh, you're uh, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't... Uh, I, he's, a, he's a good man, then? But a pillar of the community, did you say? Oh, absolutely. Ah. A philanthropist, through and through. Oh, that is a shame. And this, and this this woman just came out of nowhere, you said. No no known friends, associates? Well, nothing. I mean, that's this is all what I heard, of, of course. course. Well, you know, well, as the story goes into the, the public and, and comes down the grapevine, it, oh, it gets exaggerated and all sorts of things. Uh, I've heard several different versions of it already today. Oh, my goodness. Yes, these, these tales do grow in the telling, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, there was one drunkard who came in here earlier saying some ridiculousness about how she turned into a parade on her way out. <laughs> What does that even mean? (laughs) 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 Uh, The Legend of Carol. (laughs) Boy, to live to live in the world that some of these folks inhabit, you know, in their minds. My goodness. Well, uh, I I appreciate it. I always do appreciate hearing outlandish tales. So uh, thank you for your time. Oh, absolutely. What are you uh, Hmm? doing right now? (laughs) Oh, right now. Nothing much, to be perfectly honest. I mean, sitting here enjoying an extremely pleasant conversation with an extremely well, pleasant person. Well, I mean, obviously <laughs> that. I meant afterwards. Afterwards, as it happens, Jim, my schedule is wide open. Good to know. What are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm at work. <laughs> oh, of course. I work here at the Lore House. Certainly. <laughs> when do you get off? Whenever I want. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Now, now who's the seductress? <laughs> <laughs> Carol may have met her match. <laughs> Meanwhile, Olash and Yarvik are still sitting back at the barracks. Yeah, so we'll cut back to Olash and Yarvik, chilling out at the barracks, drinking some milk, drinking some breakfast ale. I pull out my card and start playing. Um, by this time, uh, Doug would be back. Yeah. What did you find, <laughs> Doug? Uh, nothing. Oh. <laughs> 
turns out I'm not that great, I guess, at working the drunk oh, net no, in the you're, morning. You're amazing at working the drunk net. They just, maybe the net wasn't up right now. Maybe it's loading or having, you know, a bit of an outage somewhere. It's 404, drunk not found. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Yorvig. These things happen to everyone all you know sometimes. It's it's not a bad thing when you can't do what you went set out to do. It just opens up a different opportunity to do something else that day. Sorry to step out for a second. Mm-hmm. What um when we got to the barracks, who was I? Was I Ildo? I believe so. Okay, that's what I thought. Seems likely. I think so, yeah. I'm just gonna turn back into myself. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably not in front of Kieran. <laughs> no, no. I'll you know You guys are, are in the yeah. like the barracks area. We're, we're alone, in the chosen quarters. Oh yeah, do we get special digs for being? No, no. What? <laughs> what a rip! Legends. <laughs> yeah, you're legends, but you have to be there with the rank and file to inspire them. Hmm. I mean, they're not there, but that's true. So technically, wait you're in private they... quarters, but <laughs> just wait till the rank and file gets, yeah. gets a look at us. They will be so inspired they won't know what to do with themselves. Damn right. Hmm. Well, well, I hopefully uh, Cassian can find something else out. I don't feel safe venturing out right now. All of us together, we'd be a huge no. target. Oh yeah, I don't think that's safe at all. I mean, we could go find Brother Degron. <laughs> that is going outside, though. Well, yeah, I think, I think we, should... we should wait for Cassian. Yeah. Oh, he won't be that long, obviously. He wouldn't, <laughs> you know, he wouldn't just take a time off and you know have a dalliance with someone somewhere else. That does sound like something Cassian it might does, do. Right. <laughs> but... You want me to deal you in? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So you guys play double solitaire. <laughs> There's three of us. It's triple. Olash was not playing. Olash can't read the cards. Yeah. Olash, oh, what, <laughs> what would you like to play? Um, I'm going to read a book. <laughs> That's our Olash always heading a book. It's just, it's... it's... Such a bookworm. Uh, so you all, uh, you play cards. You quote unquote read a book. I'm and like counting down in my head, like every before I turn the page. <laughs> you, you turn the page, you're like, oats, 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 oats. Turn the page, oats, oats, oats. Uh, and about two hours or so later, Cassian comes rolling back in. So it's two hours later, Cassian has come back. Little disheveled or. Uh, glowing a little bit. Straighten my say, uh. Well, how did uh, how did everyone else this morning go? Mine was quite nice. I, I lost a double solitaire. Catholic. That's truly oh. depressing. <laughs> I was playing Yildon. She, she's much better at the oh, game I than see. I am. A real card shock, eh? Well, you know, just probably better at sleight of hand stuff. <laughs> probably true. Wait that minute. <laughs> <laughs> what a den of rogues you followed into. Oy, oy, oy. But uh, um, apparently the drunk net was not uh, up and running yet. I did say. not catch any fish in the net that I cast. That's a shame. Uh, the bards had have heard of the incident. Uh, there's no word yet. From what I could tell, the the rumors that are circulating don't include us. That's so, good. Cool. But, but there's rumors was. about about Carol's escapades. Oh, certainly, certainly. I mean, a man like a man like the Twerp doesn't get ripped off and and people without people hearing about it. I mean, he's scouring the city for Carol, certainly. The question is, well, I haven't heard, anyhow, that his inquiries have included our descriptions. Maybe we could be conscripted to look for Carol. <laughs> could be. <laughs> could be. Could, we could play this thing from both ends. <laughs> uh, I almost wonder if we should... I almost wonder if we should go back to 
the ceasefire so as not to arouse suspicion by our absence. We could. I'm just trying to think what else we need to do in this. I mean, obviously we could go speak to Brother Degron and yeah. see if he's lucid enough to tell us anything. Uh, we could go back to the Seafall Archive, see if we can do any more research on anything else that was there. Will the librarians let us in? They won't let me in, probably, but they'll let you guys in, probably. What do you guys think? Maybe Kieran knows something we can do. (laughs) Kieran, my man. (laughs) No. Um, Do you guys want to question Degron? I'd be down with that. Sure. I guess it's worth a shot. Except we don't really know where he is, do we? He just wanders. There are people that take care of him, is what we heard. Or at least watch out for him. At least from my temple, they said there are people that watch him. I'm assuming he stays at one of the temples, maybe? Maybe. I guess we could go ask the Aegea adepts or elders or whatever how we can get in touch with them. That's fine with me. Okay. <laughs> to the temple! Okay. So you uh, leave the Tempered Steel Barracks, walk through the Sawtooth, back down into the growth to the Temple of Aegea. Um, and the same priest that you spoke to a couple days earlier is there. He says, oh, uh, hello, um, how, Hello. How are you feeling? It's n- similar to when you had me before. It, it's creeping in a little bit, but I'm still fine. I'm still here. Um, I thank you again for your work. It helped yes. immensely. No, of course, absolutely. Uh, what uh, what can I do for you? What brings you in? We were looking to see if we could find Brother Degram. I don't know if he's lucid enough to speak, but maybe we can get some information from him. Um, you're welcome to try, certainly. Um, he's. I mean, he's not here. He, right. he mostly... Mostly wanders around in the authority. The authority. Does he stay anywhere? Is there anywhere that he's that he's sleeps? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying so hard not to sleep. <laughs> I mean, I know he's spent his fair share of evenings in the guardhouse, but I don't think that was by his mm. choice. You you had mentioned that people were watching out for him, or at least like for his well being. Uh, yes. I mean, there are, are those who make sure he's fed and clothed. Okay. Uh, who, who might they be that we could talk to them? Maybe they know where he is. Uh, the the folk of the, the, the great temple there. Oh, okay. Uh, well, th- thank you for your help. We're going to see what we can get out of him. Much appreciated. Absolutely. So to the authority? To the great temple? Or to the authority just to look around for him? Isn't the great temple in the authority? Yeah. Sort of the great temple. Yeah. Cool. So you travel on up, uh, pass through the gate to the authority. This time the guards don't give you any trouble. They remember you from last time. That's right. And oh, I guess... Hmm? I'm probably disguised as someone else. Chels. Are you Chels? Yeah, I guess I'm Chels. Okay. (laughs) Just Chels. So you guys pass up into the authority. uh, You go to the great temple. And you, I mean, it's a a lovely temple. You've been here before. This is where you first came with Olash uh, when she was cursed. Like a few days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Memories. Seems like it was. (laughs) Feels like a lifetime. (laughs) Uh, and um, there are, you know, it's busier than the other temples are, certainly. It's also much larger. I mean, this is a temple dedicated to all eight of the gods, not just to one single one like the Aegean temple is. So there are people with variously different colored robes, depending on who it is that they are a servant of. Lots of people. Trying to pull somebody over that looks like they're mid-level and ask, see if I can find them. And Yeah, I think we're just asking around if anybody's seen Degron. Okay. You, uh... Say, you know, you're sort of asking people as they pass by, and some of them are like, Brother Tegron, I don't know who that is. But then someone overhears, and they say, Oh, are, are you looking for, for Brother Tegron? Yes, we are. Uh, oh. I'm Jarvik Stormhammer, uh, Priest of Aegea. This is my uh, group, the uh, Von Demos Adventuring uh, Syndicate. Why did... <laughs> Headed by Cassian Von Demos, <laughs> expert tunneler, advocate, uh, 
Undertaker, I forget hero. all the things. Hero, <laughs> hero of legend, lover of Two legend. Separate categories. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've it says been on the business card: hero, comma hero. Hero, hero is the first thing, but then hero of legend. Yeah, <laughs> we've been prophesized. Uh, we're a prophesized of legend. I, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of legends and prophecies, and it's you know, it's fine. Okay. Um, I watch out for us. <laughs> may, you know, you'll be hearing a lot more. What what um what what did Brother Degron do now? Oh, it's nothing like that. Uh, in fact, I I I we ran into him earlier in our travels when we came here. We just wanted to speak to him. We had heard uh, that he had had a, a malady, and I just wanted to to understand a little bit more because he had said some things that made somewhat sense to me at the at the time. My friend here is fascinated by the workings of the mind. And just I I'm a real mind probing person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. You make it sound so sinister, yeah. <laughs> it's an academic. I just don't I just don't want to see him treated as some sort of test subject. He's or no, no, of course not. Medical no. anomaly. No, no, no. He's it, a person. He is. He's he's a servant of his god, still. Even though he may not have his full faculties, he is still a, a full soul of a person. I just want to interact with him and it just it seems like we were kindred spirits when we met, and I don't know why. Okay, well I'd, I'd heard that he was Picked up by the guards last night. Okay. And that he spent the night in the guardhouse. He's quite possibly still there. Uh, well, thank you. Um, such a shame. We'll try to go find him and bring him some food, maybe some clothing, if they've taken it away from him again. I don't believe they take his clothing away from him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not up on these things. I haven't been in that much trouble in my life, at least recently. <laughs> okay. It's like less than two weeks yes, ago. Yes, we were in jail. <laughs> Yeah, and you all had your clothes. <laughs> by, by the way, are there any horses in town? No. Uh, yes, there are a lot. Any that have a bad reputation? Um, not really sure how I would know that. <laughs> don't know, it. just felt I would ask. I don't know if you've heard of me, I'm also known as the horse puncher. Don't, don't relapse, you yeah. Don't go back to your old ways. Um, please don't punch horses. <laughs> I only punch the ones that deserve it. Okay. Smug ones, you know. <laughs> the up- they think they're so great. <laughs> Those persnickety horses, you know. Oh, horses and their persnickets. <laughs> Thank you very much uh, for your help here. We'll see if we can find him at the guardhouse. Punch Cassian for trotting. <laughs> uh, yeah, you walk on down to the guardhouse, uh, which is back by the the gate to the authority. I mean, it's a stone building uh, with a wooden door. Open the door and go inside. There's essentially like the desk sergeant is uh, standing there and he says, uh, "You reporting?" Uh, no, we're we're actually looking for someone that may have come in last night. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, name? Uh, my name or his name? <laughs> <sighs> Who are you looking for? Th- thank you for being specific. I'm looking for Brother Degron. Oh, yeah. Repeat customer. Are you, uh, what are you, family? Are you his patron? Uh, what just are you? concerned souls. Uh, he's with the Temple of Aegea. We want, just want to make sure that he's fed and taken care of, you know. Right. Okay. I mean, eh, it's about time to release him anyway. Yeah, all right. Come with me. He brings you back. Um, they have a number of, like, individual cells. Uh, and they go to one where there's a very disheveled-looking man. He's wearing clothing that that definitely was nice once, but it's it's pretty dirty at this point. And the uh, he unlocks the door, he opens it up, and he goes, "All right, Degrin, you're free to go. You can pick your sign up at the front." <laughs> and uh, Brother Degrin sort of like looks up, a little bewildered, a little oddly, and just sort of like 
calmly uh, stands up without moving his arms and like walks out of the cell and around the corner to the front. His sign is leaning up against the wall uh, and he like picks it up and, and puts it over his head and then sort of looks at you all, says nothing, and then turns and walks out the door. Thanks ever so much. We'll take it from here. We follow him. Good luck. Um, so we, we catch up to him outside uh, and I say, Brother Degron, would you mind uh, terribly if we had a word with you? No, nothing escapes its view. It sees all. Oh, uh, what is that? The tentacles. They, they wrap around to drag you down. Whose tentacles? Uh, that <laughs> Rivers of blood. Yes. That's sort of what we wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> we wanted uh, to talk. Uh, can we find a, a, a more private place, perhaps, to have a chat? Uh, is, there, is there anywhere around the <laughs> You're asking him. <laughs> no, I was asking Sam. Is there okay. any, yeah. <laughs> it was very hard to tell. It was still in your epic voice. I'm like, nope, pull it back. Uh, where, is there any way around we can like duck into an alley or just talk to him? An alley? Can I a bar or something? Um, I, I mean, you can... I don't think he should be in a bar. You can try to like drag him over to a less conspicuous area, certainly, whether or not he's going to be super willing to come. I say, would you... Are you hungry, brother? Would you like something to eat? Food. Uh, food, yes, yes, I, I could, I could have food. Fantastic. Um, so we'll, we'll take him to a breakfast joint, whatever the nearest diner is. Okay. There's a, there's a tavern nearby. Cool. A greasy spoon? Not, uh, in this district, there wouldn't be a greasy spoon. It's a very it's clean a spoon. Spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we, uh, get him a nice hot meal. Maybe not alcohol right now. Maybe just, like, a mug of cocoa. Or some cranberry juice. Um... Yeah, maybe one of each. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, let him sort of eat his fill. He eats uh, messily and voraciously. Uh, you get him some, start off with uh, uh, porridge, which he eats very quickly and then eventually just completely forgoes the spoon and is just, like, pouring it into his mouth, like, lapping it up. And then he's sort of looking around like he's clearly still hungry. So uh, you flag someone down, you get him like uh, a loaf of bread and some cheese, and he's like just tearing hunks of both off and eating them. And he's just happy to keep eating. Okay. He hasn't spoken again yeah. since. Brother, now that your stomach is full, would you mind speaking to us? Uh, we have some questions about the Tome of Deep Wrath. You found the book? I did. I used to like books. We books have words, and words have meaning, and meaning has power, and power will kill us all. <laughs> oh, boy. Will or could? How much of the book did you read? Do you remember? The book? Yes, the book. The book? The you book that the I found. Thing? The book that we both found. The Tome of the Deep Wrath. You found the book? <laughs> yes, I found the book, and I also found many of the visions to be very frightening. I used to like books. Why don't you like them anymore? Well, books have words. Yeah. Words have meaning, and meaning has power. What's, what's and power will kill us all? And sooner so, than you think. How soon? Sooner than you think. Well, <laughs> I think a lot. So any definite opinions on it. Yeah, we haven't thought about it so far. So it can't be sooner than we think. It's sooner than you think. <laughs> this is definitely the way to go with this guy. <laughs> I say, brother. Um, what do you know? Do you know what is coming exactly? Like, what's the nature of the danger? Elder zone. And what is that? Rivers of blood and fields of flame. A circle in the sky. The civilized world will be naught but dust. It'll end us all. Is Elder Zone the child of war and strength? Oh, war and strength. They came together. They formed it. It fell and nurtured. It fell and nurtured? 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> fell to where? Fell to where? Fell to here. Where else did it fall to? Is here in the world now? Yeah. Oh, well, I wasn't aware. Fell to the city? To Bastofier? Fell to the world. I see. And what's going to make it start uh, rivers of blooding everything? Well, it... <laughs> do you have an itch down uh, there? Is there something <laughs> we can help you with? How... Do you, do you, are there any warning signs we should be watching out for to let us know that things are going to start ending? Oh, well, I'm, the flames and fire, certainly. Flames and fire just everywhere or in the sky or... Fire will herald it's coming. I see. Okay. Anybody have other questions? Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't even know. Is you, there nothing that can be done to prevent this? You found the book? I found the book, yes. Did you read the book? Yes, I read the book. You read part of it. I read part of it. I didn't read the whole thing. I read the book. The whole book? I read the whole book. How long did that take you? Oh, it took a long time. I read the whole book. What did it say? So many things. Oh, God, it taught me so many things. There were so many things in the book. It's, yeah. It's a big book. It's a big book. It's a long book. There's lots of words in the book. Words have meaning. Can you tell us what the words are? (laughs) (laughs) Or perhaps write them down. Oh, no, I couldn't do that. Why not? It would drive you crazy. (laughs) That's true. They do. They almost did. That's why I came to see you, because you're the only one that survived reading the whole book, and I wanted to know if you knew more than I did. I don't know if I'm the only one who survived reading the whole book. I don't know anyone else who's ever read the book except you. Brother, um, can Elder Zombie stopped by anything? Oh, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing in the book about a prophecy to stop them, or it's all about him coming? It's all about him coming. It just says that that our only hope is one of strength and one of words and one of faith and one of knowledge. What if we told you you're looking at those four? You found the book? I'm words. Found and read the book. (laughs) Yeah, I'm faith for sure. (laughs) Found and read the book. I read the book. You did. And it changed you a bit? Oh, yes. Oh, it opened me up to so many things. Did it open you up to things? The tentacles will wrap around to drag you down. I didn't see tentacles, but I definitely saw the world disappear below my feet. That sounds like the book. (laughs) Does the book also make you see great dangers from above and below? Oh, nothing escapes its view. It sees all. The book sees all. It sees all. And what, um... What are those four that you mentioned? The one of words, one of strength, one of faith, one of knowledge. What is it they're supposed to do to stand against this evil? Well, did that help? What? No. You didn't I'm say sorry. anything. Were you trying to think things at me? Or? <laughs> <laughs> We're not all as adept at the mind powers as you are. That. Well, did that help? Could you speak slower and with your mouth, perhaps? Speak a little slower in your thoughts and then use your mouth to (laughs) perhaps give voice to them? You read the book? I read the book. Did you read the book? No. No, I did not. Uh, I'm not the one of words, you know. Probably should have had Olas take a crack at Olas in hindsight, right? Well, Brother Dagron, is there anything else you could tell us, perhaps, that the book opened you up to or allowed you to know more of than, than we would know? It's a fitting book to open people up. Anything that might help us survive. Where know. do you sleep? The gods made it. How did you find it? It found me. 
Where, it just found me. Where did you find it? In the library. In the archives. And it found you. Checks out. Well, I thank you, but I've got nothing else. Does anybody else have anything else? No, I'm stumped. It seems like you can't tell us anything about our role in this. Well, Brother Dagron, you've been very helpful, and thank you for kind of smoothing some edges that I wasn't quite sure about after reading the book. You've been more of a translator than anyone else. Rivers of blood! Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fire and flame! I'm oh, taking okay. him out of the okay. restaurant. Uh, maybe The works of civilization will be not but dust. Everyone will die. Right. You know who right. Prepare right. Would like to hear about that? Prepare for Elder Zone. We're dragging him out. We're yeah. dragging him out. You drag him outside. Yeah. He doesn't resist. He's yeah. kind of used to being dragged around at this point by people. So, Brother, just know we are prepared for Elder Zone. <laughs> Um, hey, we, we're pretty great at this. Okay, yeah, all right. All right, uh, so I thank him for, for his trouble. He's still yelling, and at this point... We're leaving. I back away. <laughs> he, he's, like, pointing up, and he says, he, he says, It's in the sky, the all-seeing eye. It sees us all. Is it that, will see us all. Is it hazy in my vision at all, or anything, like, in the edge of my vision, if I look up? No, it's not a hallucination. Okay. Yeah. But he just he's just rambling on about that as you guys take your leave. I didn't of him. think there'd be much there, but I hoped. But I'm confused as I was before. Well, we know to watch out for fire at least. That's usually a good thing to do in in practice to sure, begin sure. with. I think you know, I uh, I have to assume this is gonna be a bit bigger scale than what we've encountered so far, but I mean I couldn't cast anything on it to to bring him back to what he needed anyways. You don't have the restorations. I have a lesser restoration, but that's what helped me, and I'm calmed, and I only read three pages, two pages of the book. Yeah. He read the book. Yeah. He would need a godly intervention at that point to bring it back. incredible that he even managed to get to the end. Oh, no, it's not incredible. You just, you, you power, when I was reading it, you can continue to try. You just open yourself up to more and more. I felt something creeping in on the edge of my mind as I was pushing farther in. He probably just kept going and letting himself be lost to the book. It's Mother. it's crazy. I I have no idea what to do now other than we have to keep watching for fire and watch our backs. And wait for Utesh. <clears throat> and the tempered steel. Yeah, I, so I think we're kind of just going to kill time, basically, uh, right? Unless, do we have anything else we're going to do until Utesh contacts any, Yeah. So do are you... Do we have, like, Carol pop up in the city in random places every once in a while? <laughs> just to, like, tease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that actually might be a good idea to have her scene, like, not in connection with us, like, some places. Like, Carol pops up in different places? Like, just being in bars, maybe, like, Caroling around. seductive at other men. Caroling? Caroling, <laughs> Caroling yeah. It's, um, instead of catfishing, it's Caroling. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so you I go. I put myself in danger, but lay down a false trail. I guess, yeah. Okay. Um, in the meantime, if you guys are waiting, are you guys going back to the tempered steel? Or are you going back to the ceasefire? I thought tempered steel. That's yeah. Right. So you head back to the tempered steel. Is there anything else you guys want to accomplish while you're waiting for Utesh to get in contact with you? I mean, I don't think we have enough money. We have to fence the pearl to get the money for it. I think, right? Mm-hmm. But also, you know. There's no way to get, like, magical things put on our weapons or anything else at this point. It is way too, too expensive. expensive. Yeah. So. Yeah. It also yeah. takes, like, a year. I'm just, I was asking. Yeah. Is there a, a, a forest or anything outside the walls of Bastafir? You guys rode in through it. Yeah. I mean, I could go explore the forest a bit, but I have nothing I need to do. I'd like to try to retrieve our animals at some point and bring them to where we are if we need to. But. Well, but you're still trying to keep up the, the illusion that you guys are at 
the ceasefire. So we visit the ceasefire once in a while. Well, that's what I'm asking is, are you guys just like staying put where you are or how are you checking in? Are you just waiting for Millicent to get in touch with you? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of suspicious for us not to be at the ceasefire. Okay. Because if they don't think that we're connected to it and then we suddenly disappeared from the ceasefire right after that happened. True. Yeah, I tend to agree. We should just, just watch carefully, you know, so post it, like treat it like when we're out in the wilderness. And, like, so we should all stay in watch. one room and have watch? You know, we'll probably like keep the appearance of going to our separate rooms, but at a certain point we'll kind of... Have a sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I won't burn the bed. <laughs> we're not going to stay in that room. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, we maybe have to all get in one room anyway. <laughs> Okay, so you, after speaking with Brother Degron, you head back to the Tempered Steel, you gather your things, you head back to the ceasefire to keep up appearances. Yeah, and uh, once again with Ildov, like, trailing, trailing. not really being seen with us, but just coming separately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you get back to the ceasefire, you sort of figure out, like, the watch schedule uh, for keeping an eye on everything, and then uh, eventually that day winds down, you all go to sleep take your your watches as necessary and then the next morning you wake up everything seems normal uh you go downstairs to Do grab the haze? what Do i saw i know uh, by this time it has worn off guys i'm cured of the, the madness the madness is gone fantastic ah i buy him an ale to celebrate oh god it's back the haze is there <laughs> what <laughs> One ale? No. <laughs> well, I've been staying for a couple days. I because with the madness, I didn't want to drink and. Yeah, but you've been. Yeah, I've gone off like the, I've basting gone off yourself in ale for the rest of your life. <laughs> basting. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you walked in on. Was not me, Master Man. I mean, basting myself. Like, <laughs> Splashing ale over yourself. Just sitting in a big metal tub with a wooden spoon <laughs> and a little fire underneath. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so you go down, uh, you get Ailes, and Mandrake walks in. Oh, boy. And he walks over. He sort of scans the room a little bit till he, he zeroes in on you guys, and he walks over, and he says, uh, Aye, the uh, twerp has a job for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Some, uh, some associates of his are on their way into town, and they'll, they require an escort. You're uh, a job, eh? You're going to meet them at the, the east gate of town. Uh, they'll be in a carriage bearing this mark. And he hands you a piece of paper that has a, um, a circular eyeball drawn on it. Like uh, an eyeball in the sky? <laughs> well, like the sky's not drawn on the paper. It's just an eyeball. But it's like it's the circle and then the iris and the, the retina. What time? Well, they should be arriving about noon today. All you got to do, take them around town, keep them safe. And when they're uh, when they're ready, they'll let you know when they're ready. Just deliver them to Goldrick's house. Oh, uh, where's Goldrick's house? It's the the big mansion in the growth. Have you guys not been there? No, we'd never been there uh, before. Haven't written haven't written an invite apparently. Oh, I've <laughs> only ever met him at the bar at the the greenery. So. Oh, god, yeah, okay. He gives the address. Cool, thank you. Uh, so they're gonna just run some errands around town. We stay with them, keep them safe until they meet back up with Goldrick. Correct. That's all that is needed. Uh, are there names or anything we should know, or just refer to them as ma'am and, and sir? You'll know them by the symbol on the carriage. Oh, right. Appreciate it, Mandarin. Okay. Good. And he takes his leave. Uh, yeah, we 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 can't. Oh, I don't know where the, the mansion was, anyways, but someone does. Yeah, no, I, that was definitely good well, cover. obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, but I wasn't sitting. I'm like kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. sitting um, away. Um, I guess 
sort of head back up to our rooms for a quick strategy yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah. I'll start playing the bagpipes. <laughs> to cover a yeah. conversation. Perfect. Even I can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I say, I don't... This doesn't feel that much like a trap. If it's like we're meeting them out in the open at the East Gate, taking them around the city streets, I suppose it could be, but I don't know. That's about, They may have a reputation the about them where they may need us to watch out for the... I don't know, maybe there's something about the, the symbol itself. Although, you know, personally, after going through what I've just gone through, the all-seeing eye is kind of a scary thing to have on anybody's crest, because that could be in... Especially if they're on fire at all when they come in the... (laughs) (laughs) Well, we will be on the lookout for that. We'll pay extra special attention (laughs) to whether or not (laughs) they're on fire. (laughs) I can always hang back and... uh, Or it could be Chelsea Rage. You know, I think I think it would make sense to have you know an ace in the hole again. You know, someone who can who the twerp doesn't know about in case it does turn out to be a trap. Mm-hmm. I was been going with the uh, the whole Carol trail throwing off things. Oh, uh, it's fine. You know, just popping up here and there, caroling <laughs> in public. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's add joke for the Patreon. <laughs> what, what time is it right now? Uh, I mean, it's the morning, so it's like nine. 10 a.m. So we can take a leisurely walk over to the East Gate. I'm, I'm good with that. So may, maybe being a throwaway identity a bit away off from us. <sighs> we don't uh, want to be seen with you is basically what it is. No, I get it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll be Alanis again. <laughs> cool. Please. Just, yeah. I, um, I'll, I, I just don't walk in front of me. What? Oh, because of the it, shuffling? It, yeah. <laughs> it just it, unexpected things happen when you're oh. a lot of so it's, uh, it's bad. <laughs> no, I'll be behind you guys. Okay, good, good. Great. Okay, yeah, so you go to the East Gate. So you all uh, angry shuffle your way <laughs> to the East Gate. You get there about 11 a.m., so you're still about an hour early. So, you know, arriving there, you see there are stalls set up to entice wagons that are entering. There are merchants, people selling, you know, like fruit, vegetables, foods, small wares, all sorts of stuff like that. So there's there are plenty of things to sort of while away your time with. You can even just like sit and enjoy the weather. It's a nice day. The vista out of the gate is is, you know, it's it's big field with a tree line at the edge. It's very picturesque. So uh in looking out, you just wait. Anything you guys want to do in particular? You're just waiting. Just waiting, plucking on my mandolin, composing songs. I think we're all kind of, I mean, I'm trying to hum along with you a little bit, and I don't know. Might have to make up a song about the twerp getting pumped and covertly <laughs> spread it around the city. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to write a song about oats. <laughs> oh, man. Says break. Yeah. <laughs> so you, uh, you wait, and it's uh, noon hits, about 12.15, 12.30, and then you see a carriage sort of break through the tree line, come out, um, and it has that symbol that you're looking for. It's on a little flag coming off the top of it. And it arrives going no faster or slower than any other carriage is traveling. It's a very basic-looking carriage, pretty simple. And it is not on fire. No, not on fire. <laughs> not even, like, a little bit. Not even a little bit. Normal horse-drawn carriage doesn't have That's a torch or a lantern or anything. But it comes to the edge of the city uh, and sort of stops maybe like 15 feet away from where you guys are. Okay. The three of us will saunter out to it, and I'll call, I call up to the driver. We've been sent to make sure your visit goes smoothly. And he um, says nothing but nods at you. And then the door of the carriage opens, and emerging from the carriage are four robed figures. Their hoods are drawn. Their faces are wreathed in shadow. 
The tallest one looks at the carriage driver, makes a motion with his hand, and the carriage lumbers forward into the city. And this tall one then turns back to the group and turns to you and says, Which of you is in charge? That'd be me. Then takes a slip of paper out of his robe and says, You will take us to these locations and then to our lodgings. He hands you that. Hmm. Okay. What's the... Uh, it's basically all the places we've been. <laughs> so starting with the ORE Guild House. You um, don't necessarily have to do it in that order. Oh, okay. So the ORE Guild House, the Great Temple, the Seepful Archives, Tyrion's Forge, the Tempered Steel Barracks, and the Lore House. Okay. I'm trying to think if any of those are places that we need to like watch out for. What's the forge? The forge is Chiran's Forge. Um, that's where we. What did we do with the forge? It's, wait, Chiran is not the same as Kieran. Okay. You have not been to Chiran's Forge. Okay. That's okay. All right. Interesting. Okay. I guess we'll just take them by whatever route makes the most sense in terms of like relative location. Because we know distance. so well this city, but I mean, you've been in the city long enough are. by now to sort of know where things are. There's, you certainly know what's in what district. They're going to one place in every district, except there's two in the barter. And to say where they're, they're staying there, or are they staying with Gulrick? They're staying with Gulrick. Yep. So, where, what which is district is closest to us right now? You're in the forge. We're in the forge. All right, I guess we start with Chiran's Forge. Okay. So you go to Chiran's Forge. Mm-hmm. They, you stop outside and you say, you know, this is Chiran's Forge. And they say, good, you will wait outside. We'll be back in a moment. I, um, I think to Ildov... Uh, to, to maybe try getting close and seeing if you can see what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. So they, all four of them, go in. Okay. We'll flank um, the door, I guess. Yeah. Just like God style. Um, tough. Flip my hammer a little. Yeah. Uh, so they they all go in. You guys flank the door. Ildov, you are going in to follow them? or I, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Why not? Are you... Are you trying to remain stealthy? What's your Yeah, I'm what's trying to sitch? just like hang back and be I don't want to be noticed, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do you need mm, mm. I feel like it's a it's a place of business like you could reasonably yeah. like just I am pretend just, you're a customer. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Know. Yeah, so I'm just kind of walking in. So you walk in nonchalantly and they all get unexpected bonuses. They all <laughs> Oh, that's right cuz you're Alanis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't have any outward indication of erection. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're they're all sort of walking around not talking to anyone inside, not directly interacting with any objects that they see, but they'll sort of walk to something, stop in front of it. You can see them sort of look at it, cock their heads a little bit, and then move on to something else. And it it almost looks like they're just inspecting the building itself. But they're just looking at various things. And and Churn's Forge, it's one of the larger forges in town. They, uh, I mean, their sales folk are very proud of saying that they make all the weaponry for the town guard. And that they've they've made fine pieces for this famous adventurer, and uh, Sir Theraphid himself carries one of our daggers, and all sorts of you know boastful garbage. <laughs> but they are they are certainly one of the more prominent weaponsmiths in the town. But they're uh, the four robe figures are in there for all of about twenty minutes or so, looking around, and then almost as if they they all knew it at the same time, they all stop, walk towards the door, and come back outside. And they come up to you all and say, 
We are done here. Fantastic. That was quick. Um, so, where's closest now? Um, the Sawtooth, the Barter, or the Authority? Or the Growth? So, you could you could do either the Authority or the Growth. Okay. They're kind of equidistant. But he's, he lives in the Growth, so probably hit the Growth last as we're going to Galrix. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, the Authority next for the Great Temple. Okay. Um, roll something. Cue. Cool. Uh, can I get any better view of them or anything at all? Like, are they really shaded from me? Like, do they look humanoid or? Roll investigation. Our favorite skill. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. I mean, they're roughly humanoid based on how much you can tell. You cannot see their faces, and they keep their hands pretty much inside their sleeves. How high is the sun? How high is the sun in the sky? Right now, yes. <laughs> uh, it's probably about one thirty in the afternoon, so a little can past I the zenith. surreptitiously kind of angle my shield a bit and see if I get like, a <laughs> shaft of light up under the rope? Uh, yeah, you can try. Roll, try to look nonchalant. Roll decks. Straight decks? Yeah. Ten. Nope. Perfect. Uh, you're trying to do it, but you just can't quite get the angle right, and you end up, like, shining light in Olash's face. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's his new shiny shield. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and you realize, like, the only time you even saw one of their hands was when they handed the list to Cassian, and even then he was, he was wearing a glove. Um, so it's hard to tell. I mean, they walk with the gait of a humanoid, so it's reasonable to assume that they are, but... You, there's really no distinguishing features that you can make out. And the symbol itself, do I recognize it at all? Is it like a religious symbol, or is it? I mean, a... you've seen eyes before. <laughs> yes, I've seen eyes before, but is it like that specific eye? Nothing that I, in history, anything I would have come across. Nope. It's it's hard to tell. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, you've there are a lot of religious symbols that involve circles, but that's kind of as close as you can think of it okay. to uh, to being to anything. So it's really tough to tell. I I'm gonna think to Ildav. Do you have to, you do you, like, do you have to walk can so you detect close? thoughts a lot in a day or only a little bit? Um, detect thoughts? Yeah, like, I mean, what I'm asking is if you have to burn a spell slot, but I don't think yeah, that's I do. how we would think of it in the world. So. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I can only really do it, like, twice. Close to the end of the thing, like, right before we drop them off. Yeah. It would be worth detecting thoughts a little bit. Yeah. All right, I'll keep walking. I'm going to shine my light in Olash's eyes. Okay. Anyway, so we take him to the Great Temple. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, you were going to um, the barter next. Oh, the authority, I thought. I thought we. Oh no, you were going to the authority. Never mind. Sorry, okay. I apologize. Yeah. yeah. So you go to the uh, the great temple where you guys were at just the day before. Um, you bring them in. Same thing. Come up to it. They say, "Wait out here. We will be right back." They go in. Are you following them again, Ildov? Yeah. Maybe so, it's a different face, or. Uh. Yeah, maybe I'd duck into an alley and then disguise myself as Chelsea Rage see, for a minute. I just see these camera wipes of just yelled up walking along the tree. <laughs> yeah. Someone else. Is it pretty instantaneous, by the way, when you change? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you align us down, you Chelsea up, <laughs> and walk in, and just the same as before, they're walking around, not talking to anyone, not interacting with anything. Uh, I mean, they get greeted by the people in the temple, but they give no no response whatsoever and it just looks like they're inspecting the building itself it's hard to tell exactly what their goal is or what they're getting out of whatever they're doing but they clearly are getting to a point where after about 15 to 20 minutes they seem satisfied they all stop at the same time and go back out the door okay. they all come back and meet up with the three of you so i guess the barter next or okay 
Yeah. So you uh, leave the authority, take them up into the barter to go to the seepful archives. Are they being noticed as we're walking around? Like people are like taking notice of these robed figures, or it's certainly strange uh, for. Uh, I mean, these these figures, from what you can tell, from what you see from the people around you, people don't know exactly what's going on. I mean, it's not like dignitaries have never been in town before with guards around them, but it is. I mean, they're, they're definitely getting looks. I want to keep an eye out to see if anybody like recognizes and like that look of recognition. Like, oh, just for a second, if I can see it. Okay. As we're walking along the whole day, I'm just keeping an eye out. Gotcha. So you leave the authority, you go up into the barter, and you're walking between, uh, you know, merchants' buildings, and and uh, there's a bank, uh, and some other things. And uh, roll perception. Do you tell us that they're looking at the buildings, and nothing else, or? Yeah. Okay. Like telepathic. Um. 17. 18. 13. 7. Okay. Cassian and Ildov, as you're walking down the street, you both hear just this patter of gravel hitting the ground. Um, and it sounds like it fell from somewhere pretty up high. So almost like the like the rooftops, the the rooftops of the buildings, and you sort of looking at the rooftops of the buildings, and you see, I mean, the shingles, the things that should normally be up there. Uh, there are two stone sculptures that are on top of one of the buildings, and you're just sort of scanning around, and then you sort of scan back, and then one of the stone sculptures is in a different position than it was before. I uh, I I. Call uh, in a low voice to the road figures uh, to step step away from the buildings and farther into the street and get back behind us. And I draw my sword and shield. They step back behind you. They they seem nonplussed, but they still step back behind you. As you, I'm assuming, tell Yarfik oh, yeah, and, yeah. and Olash I, I that, that something's about to go down, and you you sort of motion them upward so that they can see. And then the stone statue, this gargoyle that's about the size of a probably about the size of a, like a mastiff you can see like the dust on it sort of cracking off and coming off in plumes as it starts to move and stretch and it spread its wings and then it looks down at the group of you jumps into the air and swoops down get, okay. him, get him inside get him inside um, get him yeah inside. yeah i i Hustle those guys. I, I raise my shield and sort of like try to, to fend it off, and I, um, I I motion these guys to get into a building, whatever the closest building is. I say, We gotta take cover. And that's where we'll stop. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Gargoyle attack. Jeez, we know oh magic God. weapons. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. We're close to hitting 20 reviews on iTunes, and we'd love your help getting them. In fact, if we hit 20 by the time our next episode comes out, I'll deliver our intro and outro in a full Western cowboy accent. That's a promise. Go to Patreon.com slash IWVTCast if you'd like to support the show. We're getting close to our next gear upgrade goal, and you can help put us over the edge. Our Patreonizers get first dibs on all the news that's fit to print, and we're going to have some big news coming soon. So get in on the ground floor. 
Also, if you're interested in advertising on the show, shoot us an email at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com so we can chat about it and form a corporate empire. You know, like you do. The Improvised Weapons theme and outro are by Adam Rabin. You can check out all of his work at imadeitup.com. Tune in next time as the party goes toe-to-toe with some gargoyles in a good old-fashioned knockdown, drag-out, magical monster street brawl. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>